Have you ever wanted to listen to two Indian dudes just rambling on about their lives, where they grew up, and talk about biryani? Have we got the podcast for you. Listen to my friend Ramiz and I throw out words like reductionist, psychosomatic, and grilled cheese for your amusement. And remember, you chose to listen to this. All right, welcome to episode... Uh, I, I never know what the episode numbers are for these things, so I'm just going to just going to wing it and say whatever episode you see on your screen that's the episode we're in um i want to uh, welcome back of course ramiz uh, as always hey everyone what's up also welcome back gautami welcome back second episode thank you. you i'm so glad to be back awesome awesome glad to have you here uh ramiz i think we wanted to kick off by talking about aliens right oh yeah dude i mean the latest bombshell new york times report uh, it's it's huge. Uh, I'm not really an alien enthusiast. I find myself very skeptical with all of the crop circles and all of those uh, findings. But um, yeah, just going into the uh, article, it says that um, leaked Pentagon documents uh, are saying that they discovered a flying object in 2019. And uh, Eric W. Davis, who's an astrophysicist and a consultant for the Pentagon, um, through a defense contractor, said he briefed a lot of high-ranking Pentagon officials and defense department officials, um, where he basically said that they found objects which were, and this is a quote, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. And I find that very, very fascinating. And this yeah. is, yeah, so the Pentagon had a division called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force in uh, 2007. So there was a lot of red tape around it, but given how they have released uh, quite a few UFO uh, videos, uh, which have been um, basically reinforced by and accepted by the Pentagon as true, I, I think that we might be on the cusp of something big. Oh, but there's just hey, my assumption there. I've I've always believed that these things exist. Okay, I mean, come on. Like, what is the probability that in this entire universe, okay, like if we can exist, why can't something else exist? I don't know why people are so hell bent on assuming that human beings are the most important things or the most important creation this 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 entire galaxy or this entire universe could actually you know come up with. I mean, if if it, if it just took a big bang to create us, how how do you know that there aren't similar you know, other species or whatever creatures living outside that we're not aware of. So to just completely dismiss that this thing is not there. I mean, I'm just enjoying this part of 2020 because everything that I kept saying existed, all the governments are like, okay, you know, that's there, that's there, that's there, that's there. And I'm like, see, I told you, I told you, I told you. So I'm just enjoying that part, not the Corona part, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I for one, uh, welcome our glorious alien overlords. Um, but Exactly. But, but yeah, that, that's kind of cool. Uh, praise the Anunnaki if you guys have never heard of me. <laughs> go, go no, Google but see, them. but see. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm just, I'm just thinking that if, if, the, if this was there in 2007, which means area, what was it, 50, area 54, area, what was area? Area 51. Exactly, if 51 was basically probably for aliens, and you know, so a lot of, so see, there might be, this might have been happening for so many years, and all of these made-up stories might actually be true. So. Right now, you don't know what's true and what's not true anymore. Who do you trust? You can't trust the so, government. So, 
Exactly. So the main reason why these programs uh, in the defense department exist was to see whether um, opposing forces or opposing nations basically had more advanced military technology. Uh, That's what they said. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they said. That was the reason why it got, got funding. Like, no department is going to simply have an alien program for no reason. They always try to have one up uh, in either the intellectual property or when it comes to national defense because it plays into the human uh, psyche of survival. So, exactly. when they had these discoveries, they hid it because, I mean, we know how much leaking goes on in the departments and uh, around yeah. the world. Everyone is trying to one up each other. But, you know, with, so the point where you said, you know, it's illogical to think that we are the most intelligent and benevolent beings on this earth. I just want to give you a timeline of the universe. It's just a few sentences. So the age yeah. of the universe is approximately 13 billion years. What? It's not 2020, 2020 years old? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and the age of the earth is approximately 3.5 billion years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Human civilization, like modern human civilization, has existed only for 13,000 years. So compare with 3.5 oh, no. billion. No, like this, I remember reading this timeline in terms of seconds. So if you take, I don't know if you guys have read that, if you take the entire like like timeline of the whole thing, I think uh, if you take December 31st, I think humans came in the last yeah, point, in whole calendar seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that and imagine the amount of destruction and shit we've, we've put out in those few little seconds. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh my and God. Like, like the whole concept of all those flying objects, because uh, some of them have been ver- uh, verified as being of a lower uh, temperature than the sea level. So usually mm-hmm. in law of thermodynamics, if any propulsion system that we have usually ex- mm-hmm. ex- uh, exudes heat. And when this object actually has something where it's of a lower temperature than the object is flying over, it kind of gives you an understanding that whatever this life form is or are, they've definitely hacked, quote unquote, particle physics. Uh, Mm. I mean, there has to be a reason behind it. And the thing is, we've known about particle physics only since the 60s. So given that and the age of the Earth being 3.5 billion years, it's not outlandish to assume that there are more advanced civilizations than us. For sure. I, I definitely... Well, so, now, so why, yeah. b- bottom line is, you know, a whole universe was in a hot, tense state then nearly 14 billion years ago. It started way the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool. Me and the tolls developed tools. We built a wall, we built a pyramid. Math, science, yeah. history. Wait, we're not sure if we have the pyramids now. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But oh, it all started on. with the Big Bang. <laughs> oh my God, the Big Bang theory. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I've heard this somewhere. No, so, but uh, speaking of pyramids, speaking of pyramids, I'm not really sure if we build them now, to be honest. Well, I, like I said, the Anunnaki, you know, they're the, the ancient <laughs> gods that came down to Earth, built us, you know, built us from sand. That, that I, I, I find completely outlandish because that is a form hey, of hey, hey. mythology. Don't start and... criticizing my favorite cult ever, okay? <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to the Imagineer. We'll, 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 get, we'll get back to all this alien fun stuff. Uh, eventually. Separate podcast for them. Separate, separate podcast for aliens and conspiracy yes. theories alike. Uh, but, you know, at some Ooh, point... That's going to be a good one. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. We'll, we'll, call, we'll invite you back for sure. Um, 
and you know we'll, we'll think about you know uh, our ventures into deep space exploration to find out aliens and then hopefully invent laser guns and start shooting people with laser guns that'll be fun um it won't cause much well you know if we could figure our time travel instead of making weapons out of it i would be very happy but human civilization <laughs> always suggests that we'd probably make something offensive um so <laughs> sure you know, apart from aliens, I kind of wanted to bring it back into to what we wanted to talk about today, which uh, I think we would term as the, uh, the, the rise of anti-intellectualism, I guess. That's the word that we're slapping on it, um, or, or label that we're slapping on it. Or willful ignorance, of, let's say. Willful, let's call it willful ignorance. That's a fantastic word. Yeah, I was, the rise of anti-intellectualism sounds like a weird sequel to a really bad movie. Um, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star Star Wars '84: The wow. Rise of Intellectualism. In this movie, only Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Mason don't believe in face masks. Um, so, all right, that was my Focus. horrible. Yeah, that was, that was that was my one Jar Jar Binks impression for the podcast episode. Um, so I guess, you know, we wanted to kind of talk about this and, you know, we've been seeing, you know, the rise of the uh, quote-unquote Karens, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's, ah, the fan, that's the fancy Karens. word. Yeah, that's the fancy I've, word. I've been, I've been watching a lot of Karen videos. Very amusing <laughs> set of people. Oh, they're very real. They're, they're also very, very real, right? So, you know, people that, you know, deny the fact that this massive pandemic is, is a hoax. Uh, people that think masks don't work. Uh, People that think vaccinations don't work. Um, people who don't no, think racism autism. is a big deal. Sorry, what was that called to me? People who don't think racism is a big deal. Right. Yeah, no, it doesn't exist, yeah. right? Um, oh, no, exactly. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of wanted to talk about the increase in that, both both in you know where we, we live uh, as well as back in India, um, because we're starting to see that, that sort of rise there. I guess, Ramiz, you had a pretty cool <laughs> definition of what anti-intellectualism was. And, you know, I keep calling it that. I mean, you, you know what willful ignorance was, at least the fancy version of it. So maybe we're telling your listeners yeah. what, that, what that is. Yeah, so the standard definition of anti-intellectual is basically a mistrust of intelligence or rational thinking. And it's a, basically a distrust of education and philosophy. And where people dismiss art, literature, and other uh, uh, human pursuits, which, which they consider science. trivial. Science, yeah. Medical science. <laughs> yeah. Psychology, uh, yeah. Psychology. So many, yeah. so many different topics, yeah. Anything which has empiricism attached to it. Empiricism is where you have things like double blind studies uh, in, the science, in the scientific model. And studies, yeah. where those are considered primitive or basically reverse logical fallacies, according to the anti-intellectuals. Let me keep it simple, man. Yeah, because <laughs> they feel there is because they feel it's politically motivated, or you know, there is the you know the the, the lizard people and everything. Like so, that. so we hit we hit our big word for the for the episode too. Usually we have one. No, big we word, we one we, we hit a impression. couple of big words actually, like. True. That is very true. Uh, Gautami, how do, what, how do you think about this? Uh, you know, you might have seen like a, a rise of this as well. I kind of wanted to get your opinion on, or your, at least your, the way you think about it. No, but this. weirdly, I mean, to be honest, I don't see a lot of people dismissing the mask or anything of that sort. At least where I'm in, where I'm living right now, especially in Kerala, I really don't see that happening. I don't know if, if it has, I don't know why that is, but 
people are actually you know listening and they're, they're actually trying to abide by the rules and you know they're trying to follow what the government's saying and you know especially with the health workers people people are actually really careful and <clears throat> they're taking at least they're trying to do you know small small steps they take the small steps from their side to make sure that stuff is not going bad i mean <clears throat> but obviously there are there will be a small set of people who again it's not as crazy as the karen videos that i've been watching on instagram where uh, people are just like oh my god i can't wear a mask because i'm allergic to it or you know it causes breathing problems or i i i honestly don't understand the logic behind what these people say but it's not as bad as that and i seriously wonder why it had to reach that stage i i don't know if it's the education i really i mean i i i really don't know dude i've not come across people here at least who dismiss you know wearing a mask saying you know what you don't have to wear a mask because it, it won't spread at least in kerala i'm not speaking for the whole of india here but speaking for kerala it's not that bad it's not that bad i don't know yeah, why I, to be honest i, I, I think really don't know when, why i think when you came round to the aspect of logic i think that's another aspect of uh, intellectualism that's <clears throat> dismissed where you know they're basing their quote unquote um intelligence on emotions and feelings rather than statistical data and yeah sure statistical data can be manipulated to suit a certain narrative but the, but the i think the driving factor behind anti intellectualism is based on more feelings and emotions rather than relying on hard evidence and i i want to say that it's driven from a place of blissful ignorance um <laughs> but i really want to understand why it is so rampant in our society um i mean but do but think? do you think do you think it's 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 do you think it's it's more common like where you guys are than in india i mean i don't know i'm just asking cuz i mean i i don't i don't i don't think so because see the reason why i feel that it's more rampant right now is because emotions and feelings can be manipulated through marketing mm-hmm. that is why marketing basically exists to mm-hmm. sell a product which is based on a feeling and an emotion and i feel that that has caused a lot of people to not think why they are buying a certain product rather than how they feel about buying a certain product mm-hmm. so for example warren buffett's investment in coke coke coca cola never advertised <laughs> I, I, for one moment i was like why is warren buffett investing in colombia I'm I'm glad it's the actual Coca-Cola <laughs> company cuz they're clearly not worse than the Colombian company. Oh my cartels. god. <laughs> so so the whole marketing campaign that we have nowadays is based on emotions mm. rather than why you're buying something. I mean the whole concept okay. of having Coca-Cola biologically and nutrition wise it makes no sense at all. It yeah causes severe health conditions. It completely destroys your gut biome and I feel that we have let people in positions of power emotionally hijack our consciousness just to sell a product and i think we have been complacent in it as well right so what you're saying is uh you would buy the patanjali anti covid cream if oh, you know wow. the guy who is making it would sell it to you now i think there's there's this truth to that right like what ramesh just mentioned um it is it is feeling and like sort of like this this thing that's been stirred in you through various marketing campaigns media god men religion and which we'll get into eventually um uh, yeah that that's going to force you to buy certain products like a simple example like i, I know i joked about it but that whole patanjali like anti covid 
crap that was put out, you know, a while ago, like with no scientific basis, no scientific proof. I mean, there are companies spending billions of dollars to try to find a vaccine yeah. to the deadliest pandemic in the last century and a half, right? And here you have this one guy who's trying to sell you dreams to, to, to people who probably have gone through some serious, you know, serious illnesses along with this COVID stuff. People have died, right? And, you know, Ramiz, you, you and I both know people who have undergone this stuff, right? Yeah, and personally. Yeah. Personally too, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, that's an insult, right? To not just intelligence, but to you as a human. Yet there's still people buying it, right? So it's not just that it's, it's stirring up that feeling within you based on religion because, you know, but, but sorry, sorry to interrupt, but do you think that that could be due to a lack of education? Oh, hundred percent. It is. It is. That's the root of it all. Right. It's a lack of education. Now to your point, if we wanted to offer education and I know that we can, and if we do, will these people mm-hmm. accept it? Are they in a position to accept it? No, but that's the problem because they've been they've been brainwashed to such exactly. an extent that they're not willing to change their stand. It's like, see, I mean, psychologically, if you look at it, it's like they've they've made their world out of these particular beliefs and ideas. And it's like the moment you break these ideas, it's like a shattering of their their you know I don't know, I don't know if ego is the right word, but it's like it's something out of which they. It's like an anti I don't I don't know, I don't know if it's anti anxiety but it's 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 something that brings brings them stability or makes them feel calm and you know it gives them the reassurance it, yeah yeah it, it, and the moment you break that yeah it, it's like the moment you break that away and you take that belief out of them it's like they don't know what to do anymore and it's like they're left with this empty void and I don't know dude I mean it's just so complicated to even explain this thing so the the two different variances in religion if you want to get into it one is basically mm-hmm. the emotional attachment of it and the mm-hmm. other one is religion trying to explain its dogma through the scientific method i feel that if people and this is not me passing a value judgment on them everyone has to live mm-hmm. their life the way they feel fit but if people try to take the mythology and the spirituality of religion and keep that mm-hmm. as the fundamental way that they follow religion <laughs> i feel it leaves room for the other side of our brain to have things like critical thinking and then inductive mm, yes. uh, analysis <laughs> and inductive reasoning to basically understand the physical uh, world around us and obviously the metaphysical to a certain extent they're not completely mutually exclusive because we are conscious human beings living in the society so i feel that when religion tries to hijack a certain set of principles that's when the waters get muddy and i feel that it really does a disservice to society because distrusting the scientific method is a very dangerous phenomenon you can see that in the flat earth flat earth argument and it's gaining popularity because you have these insular bubbles in social media and on the internet and you know these whatsapp groups and everything and no but really sorry sorry to cut you off but yeah but the but the arguments that these people make are so convincing that for a second even you keep wondering oh my god is the earth actually flat you know like yeah, because there's they, so because much they, of conviction with what they say because they use sophistry it's it's a form of you know um taking rationality out of it and playing on your emotions and a lot of it is just logical fallacy so i'll list a few of them down like if for example you're having an argument with a flat earther and he starts going on an ad hominem 
either as a personal tax or they mm. basically you know um divert from the topic so basically what they are trying to do is play to your inner emotions let your guard up and uh, reduce your um judgmental logic and then there is a, obviously the appeal to authority a lot of what well, like akshay was telling me a lot of these flat earthers their belief comes from aristotle and you know a lot of ancient religions and then there's the straw man the stra- the flat earther is going to say oh you know what it's circular so everything is circular and then they will use mental gymnastics to reach that conclusion and then the false dilemma now this is not specifically flat earthers i feel a lot of quote unquote intellectuals and i'm going to name drop here somebody like sam harris they use the false dilemma as a reason for barbarity like saying that what if there was a islamic terrorist in the middle east who had a nuclear bomb and we have to either let them detonate it or we have to commit the first strike and that is another f- form of logical fallacy that a lot of intellectuals who claim that they're intellectuals play on and then obviously the slippery slope argument saying that if we have one form of uh, tyranny that is obviously going to lead to other forms of tyranny or if you have one form of equal society the the whole communism uh, capitalism uh, era which played out in the early 50s after the cold war that's the whole concept of the whole slippery slope argument that has led to so many wars so much of poverty and uh, this whole tier system that we have in this world and then obviously the circular argument that is the most common thing that people in religion revert back to because what they can't explain they'll say it as oh because god ordained this way and then whatever scientific method they're using oh you're not using the right scientific method and then you know there there's so many more logical fallacies that people who focus on emotions and feelings commit to because emotions and feelings are a very very strong form of rationalizing the world before we had scientific thinking we had emotions and reasons to navigate our survival as a species Ramesh I'm going to and stop you right there I'm going to stop you right there we are getting close to the end of part 1 so got to move on again yeah I know we talked about aliens Sorry. way too much so um <laughs> I got to me I want to kind of get your your closing thoughts on part 1 just to understand you know okay you don't see this rise back home in in Kerala right or or at least you know from where you are let's let's call it that way right and, yeah and in india generally what i i have noticed is that people are tending to to you know listen to the government they understand that this thing is not going to go away they are wearing masks they're trying to be sensitive towards other people and this is a country with a population of a billion people right Um no, so I I can't speak for the entire country that's what I said No no I understand <laughs> that that's completely fair um but you know in in general at least what what I've been seeing outside is what I'm trying to to, to portray I wanted to kind of get to the bottom of why you think that where you are is doing better than you know most of the world well not most of the world I mean a specific corner of the world which is the west right Hands down I would have to say the, the amount of priority that we give for education here dude like honestly because people are at least they, they, i mean at least as here if if you do not go to school or if you're not educated they look down upon it and they look down upon you like oh my god this person doesn't know how to read and write and that's not cool so i think because of the amount of importance you know they give to education people actually read 
and if if not reading books they read newspapers and they have ideas and you know at least they're keeping themselves engaged and they they I'm not saying they're not religiously no i mean i feel that a, a lot of people in kerala are so much into religion that like and i see this a lot with highly educated people as well like it's 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 like some of the most intel- intelligent people i know i'm not talking about the present generation not i couldn't say our generation probably the older generation some of the most intelligent people i know i know they're the most religious religious people i know as well how that got into play i don't know it could be this conditioning of society or it could be that you know when things are going bad and you need someone to take the fall for you 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 probably have this particular you know entity or or what do you say something to Beauty. you know exactly i mean like okay if something happens you can like you know what it's because of you things are not happening like this and good things happen you can be like, okay you know what the same person or the same thing that made things bad for me is finally making things good for me again so i think it's like i mean it's like people fail to realize i mean this is my perspective to it i feel that what people are searching for outside and all these i don't know in, in everything is something that's already there inside all of us like the moment you realize that what you're seeking is actually within you you really don't need to you know i can't even i can't even put it properly to it like so is the whole concept of people believing a lot of religious people believing in destiny rather than the concept of libertarian free will libertarian not the political one but the whole concept i'm 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 i can't completely deny destiny because a lot of things in life the coincidences and i mean as much as i am a very scientific person some coincidences coincidences are so hard to ignore like it doesn't make sense how certain things in life just come into play like it's as if like everything was just supposed to be so i don't know how to explain a lot of things that happen in my own life but i feel that sometimes you attract the things that you want i don't know it's it again see then we have to go into this whole different topic called law of attraction and you know that kind of whole thing i mean i believe that you know these these are all energies and i th- i feel that the universe is this big bundle of energy and whatever you give out it just reciprocates back so the more negativity you put out you just keep getting negativity around you and the moment you switch on to being positive things just start becoming all bright and shiny all over again i mean that's the ideology that i've been working with and honestly it's been touch perfectly fine for me because the moment i like it's like it's almost like suppose i wake up in the morning and i'm like oh crap today is going to be a bad day the entire day is actually going to be bad but the moment i'm like okay you know what i don't care what happens you know i'm going to be happy the entire day i've had so much of positivity come my way that it doesn't make sense so somewhere along the line i really don't know whether i should you know discredit this or i should i should you know acknowledge it so it's just so like that's what you you can't even scientifically prove that these things exist because how am i supposed to like prove like you know i can't even do a freaking data collection study saying oh okay today this happened so this month you you can't do that so that's that's the i mean we're going off topic again but it i don't know this is today is very deep for me so i'm just you know <laughs> you yeah, well, should definitely you, get into it in part 2 for sure yeah so i mean you know i just want to bring it back entirely like uh, we talked about aliens Focus and on the topic. we talked we talked a lot about uh, um you know yeah flat earthers and and potential people why oh yeah they... sorry back 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 to the question you asked me akshay i mean i really do feel that a lot of this that i'm seeing in the society here has to do with education like the fact yeah. that people are so educated 
they're willing they're, they're actually open to acknowledging that you know sometimes science might be right well yes uh, most of the time science is right because yes. they're peer reviewed and you know they're disproven no no to, i i meant i meant sometimes so. i meant i meant sometimes in uh, terms of the people who want to discredit science ramiz will uh, say ramiz Ram, 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 will say there's a wizard up in the sky who magically waved his wand and everything is okay but you know, <laughs> i tend to believe you know, i honestly feel i honestly feel that they're agreeing with science now right now is because of only one thing self interest survival that's it there's the only reason oh, they're believing it right now in the next 5 10 years selfish. in the next 5 10 years when they have uh, everything dies down and they have a vaccine they're going to go back to believing whatever they want so because all right we are yeah. very close to the end ramiz and <laughs> thank you very much for part 1 uh, you all have been incoherent and coherent at the same time it's amazing we will call we'll check back with everybody in part 2 so thanks for listening to us all right welcome to part 2 uh, i promise this time we won't talk about aliens maybe we'll see um I kind of really wanted to like you know circle back on this whole like belief of well you know the non belief of science and you know all that stuff and I wanted to kind of harken it back to 2016 when I was living in Philadelphia and uh, it was the the day the results were about to be announced for the US presidential election obviously everybody's invested in the US presidential election because you know biggest democracy well no i take that back the most powerful country in the world and you know this is like the position that everybody looks forward to and you know it's on the it's always in the news um and you know we we know who won uh you know and and today he claims that uh the united states has the best mortality rate the best mortality rate in the whole world the lowest mortality rate but also the best so hey, nobody knows what what that means this dude was sitting out there and he was voted into power because people thought that you know he spoke like a common man now i think the 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 word common man is a little misconstrued here i think he spoke like most uneducated folks uh people that didn't believe in science math literacy i mean art and all that stuff um and that's where we saw this kind of peak right this this rise of riding the 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 wave of um just not you know just being willfully ignorant like we we saw that in india too um you know we saw the government turning into more uh you know i i want to call it mindset. yeah tri- tribalistic sort of right wingish um same thing in brazil uh italy uh we saw all these things change like the world just toppled over its head um you had here france marine le pen was was about to be elected um so you know there's the world just flipped on Philippe its head Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Duterte. Um, yeah, we might as well have just elected like cartels to to power. I mean, who knows? They probably are. Um, but I think what I'm trying to get to is we saw this peak after 2016. We saw this rise of um, you know willful ignorance. That means I know you have thoughts. Uh, I'm going to hold on to you for a minute. I'm going to ask Gautami. Uh, sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know after after this 2016 elections and you know after you know the election of the person that who is the prime minister today in india have you seen that sharp sort of turn towards you know tribalism that willful ignorance like hating on being free being individual have you seen that yeah like see even here nowadays the whole idea of freedom of speech doesn't exist anymore like you can't openly criticize the moment you criticize you're put behind bars because you're not supposed to speak against the government or you're not supposed to have an opinion 
you know you're not so it's crazy like even the newspapers everything is censored like your your whatsapp messages your everything you put on facebook everything is monitored it's like we say democracy you know secularism blah blah all that bullshit everything is there but it, i don't see anything being practiced to be honest yeah it's definitely like, for democracy there's no there's no sense of freedom it, or <laughs> it's 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 crazy it's like i don't see initially i mean initially to be honest i was actually for the present government i actually thought they might bring about some sensible change but as the years kept you know going i was like what is happening like it didn't make sense to me because it it just it just everything became so religiously oriented it didn't make sense to me anymore like for me i see i've always been this idea i've always had this idea that religion and politics are two things that should be completely kept separate like you shouldn't mix these two things at all but clearly to get votes you need to bank on you need to mix both these things because otherwise nobody's winning which is what i've understood from the present scenario and to be honest it's scary how you know the the people following this particular government they're so blinded that they don't realize that they're actually acting like terrorists themselves except they're just terrorizing the entire country that's interesting um i'm going to i'm going to hold you to that hold on rumiz i have a question for you uh the whole anti intellectualism thing in america because that's where you live so i point you point out there is not new in america there's always been this cult of willful ignorance there um however we have seen a sharp rise in it since 2016 or a little bit before 2016 and i think that propagated also throughout like what i was talking about propagated throughout the entire world I think you have a single answer to this and I think we both agree on what this single answer is so I'm curious uh would you mind telling our listeners why this is happening um there are two reasons that I feel the number one is because of the rise of bubbles through social media virtual bubbles and the lack of uh in person communication where you're being as um cognizant of another person's feelings and emotions and that has led to a lot of um uh, extreme type of language where people go back to those bubbles and reinforce their logic because it's a form of coping mechanism and the second one is the reason why we have the coping mechanism is because of economic uh, anxiety and because of offshoring of jobs and a lot of it going all of the a lot of the profits going to upper management and executive level positions so i feel those two factors have led to a lot of um anti intellectual um sentiments just a question did we both answer the same question exactly you you guys did answer the same question yeah. uh in and you know i'm trying to get to the root of the issue here you mentioned whatsapp and all that stuff and ramiz mentioned social social media um there is this aspect of social media that we simply cannot ignore um i don't know about you got to me uh or mm-hmm. it means i don't have I've, i haven't had my facebook account for the last i don't know 4 4 5 years um and in those 4 5 6 years there's a sharp rise in very sort of like insane there's there's a subreddit on reddit called insane people facebook and it it is for a reason because uh the rhetoric that you're seeing on facebook you know both in relation to the west and in in india it's it's 
pretty crazy to see the amount of hate that flows in social media, especially on platforms like Facebook. And, you know, there, there's a conspiracy theory about Facebook that remains we probably shouldn't get to right now. Um, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's, it's public directly. It's true. It's I mean, actually, yeah, yeah we, th- we think it's yeah. true, right? Like there's always, this, there's always this catering towards a particular community. Now, we're seeing that rise. And I have you know, experienced it where some of you know, the people that I know will straight believe a WhatsApp forward for no particular reason, right? Like in people that are older yeah. and don't verify facts and things like that. Now, that has obviously sort of kicked this into high gear, like really, really uh, kicked it into high gear. In 2020, I see no decline in this, right? Especially on Facebook. Um, what do you think is going to avoid, I mean, what do you think is going to prevent a 2016-like situation again, right? Or what, what do you think is going to prevent, um, you know, um, the Indian government, the, the current Indian government uh, from coming into power again? Is it going to be more education? Is it going to be, you know, educating people that, hey, you know, watch out for what you see on social media, verify the facts, learn the science, that kind of stuff? Or how else do you think, you know, we can sort of treat that? I frankly think it's a disease. So how, how do you think we can treat that disease? No, see, with, with, the Indian, with, with the Indian context, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult because this is a lot more religiously rooted. And it's been so well played into people's mindset that they actually can't think of the religion and politics as two different aspects. So, and like, I, like, you, like Ramiz mentioned before, the emotional aspect of it is so tied, is, 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 is so, is, is binded both these aspects so strongly together that, I don't know, like I sometimes feel like I'm an anti-national because I don't agree with half of these things. People call me an anti-national because some of these things don't make sense. Or I don't, I, I, don't, I mean, see, I don't even if know. They're not, meant, they're not meant to make sense, Gautami. The yeah. whole concept of tying religion and emotion and a feeling to a political ideology is to devour the underlinings of this political ide- ideology. That's the whole reason. It's like the easiest bait and switch method. That's so many governments have done that throughout history. And a lot of people who have ruled in empires have tied religion to a political doctrine. I mean, that, that's very common in uh, the Islamic world as well, where you have a hierarchy or tied to religion, and then you base a natural law and political law right out of it. So I don't see it changing in India unless people take a very hypercritical look into how that is affecting their day-to-day life. No, but again, and, again, yeah. again, again, coming back to this point, I mean, again, education plays a very important role, I feel. So, I disagree because it depends no, on why, what why, no, why, 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 why I agree, why I, why I say education makes a difference is because of how the politics is a little bit, I mean, see, like, in, like, when I'm comparing with Kerala, people question everything. People don't blindly just assume that, okay, this might be true. I mean, there is always, a, I'm, I'm, I mean, there will be a set of, you know, people or there will be a, a certain proportion of the population that will just completely believe everything that somebody says. But still, course, yeah. you know, given the fact that they're educated, some people actually logically think, okay, you know what, what if this is not like this? What if this is like this? And in that aspect, I feel like a lot of 
like people it's it, a lot of a lot of people in india still are not educated properly dude and i think if we actually provide education to a lot of like and then coming back to education removing topics like you know democracy or or you know like secularism and you know policies of like you know in the cbse system all of these things removing these crucial topics is not helping people get educated it's just uh, making them you know so like i mean i don't understand what like like what are these kids learning now if they're not learning what we learned back in school dude like what are they learning like what is this what are people i don't oh god i don't they they're making them well obedient and trained consumers that's that's basically it that is that that's like, the main uh, concept of how can you uh, not learn the history of of this place or how can you not know your basic rights or you know the policies or just things that go into making the constitution or your government and stuff like everybody is supposed to know this regardless of whether you find it interesting or not you learn it and then you decide whether you like it or not you can't you don't get to decide what people might or might not like that's not how this works that's not how education works and Oops. and and, and the, you know no and and you know the thing is like given today's technology regardless of how much you try keep people away from something if somebody wants to learn something they will find a way to do it because everybody is so connected globally so what these people are doing honestly doesn't make sense to me anymore true um this illusion of democracy that we all have right like i would like to think that we all live in democratic It's worlds so true. um we may call it a democracy i think the word okay. is is grossly overused right so i think we live in what's called a cultural democracy in my opinion it's uh, it's a shift towards a particular ideology um so to your point gautam your the, the idea of you being anti national or, or me being anti national or me being anti national i don't think that exists you have elected an official i mean if you've truly truly elected an official right and if you know a certain third party country or so third party didn't mess around with elections and stuff um if you've truly elected somebody you are allowed to question them you are because you went out there you put out the vote you decided okay that man woman uh, or whatever you've you've you said that i put my trust in them to run the way my country you know or the, the world revolves around me and if you can't question that then you know we might as well just all be in some more really nightmare that you know we're we're stuck in so i think it's it's definitely a a cultural democracy kind of shift that we're seeing however uh in more slightly positive news um that shift is slowly starting to 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 change right we are seeing cracks and you know there's there's a lot of things that we're seeing at least looking forward to november in 2020 which everybody's looking forward to in at least in the west um we are seeing you know cracks in the in the ideologies of, of conservatism i don't want to term it conservatism but you know at least that that sort of radical conservatism we'll call it that way um they do conservatism but you know you know you believe in eugenics and all that garbage yeah yeah exactly so uh, we are seeing the cracks However, we saw the cracks in 2016 too and uh today I'm hoping that that you know people will kind of see that and say okay we don't want four years or like four, four more years of this crap. Uh we want to start thinking positively about the world, start moving the economic needle, uh start progressing and not regressing, right? Um I kind of wanted to ask you guys going forward What do you guys think? 
uh, is there a more progressive way of thinking? Are we still stuck in the past? Uh, with our generation coming up and the ability for everybody, you know, all of us, you know, we can all vote for governments back home and things like that. Is there a march towards progression? Can I make a joke here? Something. Um, we can always make jokes in this in, podcast. There's in no, a, in there's a, no in a, inappropriate, here. but um, I don't know if you guys remember the Jetsons. Yes, I do. Yeah, Elroy. Yep. Yeah. Was so, kid, right? so yeah. back back in the nineties, we assumed in twenty twenty we'd be having flying cars, but we're still teaching people how to wash their hands. So I guess that sums up um, progress. <laughs> fantastic. Well, well buttoned up. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, Ramiz, I kind of wanted to get your opinion too on it. I think I, I know where Gautami stands. <laughs> um, so definitely want to get in, your opinion. In in terms of optimism, it it really depends uh, because I'm glad that we live in a uh, democracy, at least in on paper, in sentiment, on and yeah. yeah, on sentiment and paper. But it really depends on what um, the current um, Gen X millennials and Gen Z do with that power and it's 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 got it's going to be complicated because we have created these insular bubbles in social media and our whatsapp groups and our um, you know it, it's it's a very very difficult uh, predictive uh, model it all depends on how we treat regulation when it comes to social media companies and but haven't you noticed that they, sorry yeah. sorry to, sorry to interrupt you over but haven't haven't you noticed that it's 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 normally the like up after a certain age that people like end up forming these so-called bubbles because a lot of a lot of the younger generation nowadays they're like really questioning things and they're like at least in India they're like really asking the right questions and I I, I don't know I weirdly I have some hope I just don't. I just hope they don't let me down. But yeah, that that used to be true. But the whole psychology behind these electronic devices that we can that we are marketed and consumed, we have created a system now where you're pre-programmed to be in a bubble because it's obviously used for advertising and consumption. I see. I say that because I make it a point to follow as many different forms of uh, uh, political thoughts and uh, philosophies. And I can see the different ratios in how these bubbles are accelerating. So you can see basically a 50-50% split on the right and left spectrum of uh, of politics. So I don't really know where there is a higher form of questioning. Maybe is our own personal biases that we might be looking into and thinking that yeah, everything is being questioned. Because I see a very, very narrow margin where that left or right are in the majority. So that's the reason why I'm not so optimistic about how these things are because I like observing different uh, viewpoints to understand their psychology behind it. And I don't see a place where things can change without some form of regulation where we can understand exactly how these algorithms work. Who regulates the regulators? Yeah, because no, the whole reason behind this is to get your attention. And they're going to use the most bombastic and most uh, outlandish ideas, and, and the most outlandish ideas to basically trigger that limbic system, that you know, that reptilian brain in our head this, to get your attention. Well, uh, you know, apart from you accusing us of all being lizard people, 
Um, this doesn't just extend <laughs> to to electronic media. Also, you know, Gautam, you might not know this, but when we go to the grocery stores in in the US, there's an aisle like at the checkout counter with magazines, and which is like yeah, yeah, yeah. weird headlines. It's like oh, oh, oh that's very common even now yeah. in in India also. Like checkout place, it's filled with yeah. magazines and everything. Yeah, it, 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 it's clickbait before clickbait was a thing, and you know it continues to be like oh okay this and and the news is all crap. Um, okay. So, no, you so the, the only thing I'm trying to say is that that def- it's not like a new phenomenon. It's existed for years and years and years. It, the only difference is it's so portable right now, and the age, uh, the spread of information is so fast. That's why you have these hyperpolarized incubators, basically, because everything is at the tip of your fingers, and that's amazing. That's really good for science, technology, medicine, for sharing. Uh, information from dissidents in oppressive regimes that is you know life-saving technology but at the same time when you have this abundance culture that we have in the world when you have so many forms of comforts and conveniences people tend to go more towards what is convenient human beings have this evolutionary trait where you look for the most comfortable version of existence Mm -hmm. because we have evolved away from the food chain we feel that that is the most uh, fulfilling way of living. I have a very I, different understanding behind it, but that is where we are heading. I don't see I feel it's, changing. Yeah. I sorry, but I feel it's more about people forgetting where their priorities are, dude. Like we've prioritized 100%. money, and uh, so much of materialistic things matter more than so many other aspects that should matter in life. And I feel that, that and, and, and even with regard to you speaking about bullying and stuff, I, I, I mean, I've always felt that these people who bully or who, who write mean stuff on social media, if you ask them or if you confront them, they don't have, they have nothing to say. If you ask them to come and, you know, speak to you in person, they don't have the balls to do that. I think it's just that what they can't do in reality they're just trying to do this online. And I feel that these people have been bullied by others at some point in their life. And this is the only way that they can avenge themselves or whatever. I don't know what the psyche is there. But I feel that these people have actually been through some bad things in life. And they, they, this is the only way they know how to make them feel, them, themselves feel better, which is a sad thing, I feel. I feel that social media has created this concept where you are uh, completely excluded from responsibility. and. Ah. I, I, I don't think it's that much of a bullying thing. I think it's a, a lack of, um, what's the word? It's, it's a lack of consequences. I think See, that like, is Okay, okay. Here, yeah. here's a question. Would you actually go sit and say shit about somebody on the person, in, uh, in the comment section of somebody's, some, some random person's video? I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that, that's a different personality trait. A lot of people are doing this for attention as well. Because they, I, I don't know the real reason why they're doing that. Maybe because... We have this whole celebrity culture where, you know, the rise of the influencer because of Instagram. We have this. Yeah, but you, you can't be mean like and then call yourself an influencer, dude. All right. So oh, uh, well, I do disagree. Right. I'm going to draw lines here because we're getting close to the end of part two. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, as, as we're getting close to this and, you know, we're arguing about social media, uh, please follow us on Instagram at the Brain Juice <laughs> and on Twitter at the Brain Juice. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, we are more than happy to listen to your snide internet comments. And remember, if you comment on us on our page, and if it's mean, we, you don't matter, and you're insignificant because that's your personality trait. Um, <laughs> uh, so, it, well, that's what Ramiz thinks. Um, yeah, as we're getting close to the end, I think you know I wanted to just get some closing thoughts um, because, in part three, we will be talking about aliens again. Uh, because yes. uh, that is what we want to talk about. Oh, and yeah. the rapid fire. Do we have another rapid fire today? I mean, it's going to be the same questions, but the answers will change. It doesn't change. matter. The answers are going to change, definitely. All right, all right, that's fine. All right, all right. Okay, all right. Ramiz, that's, that's on you, man. Uh, <laughs> we might have to change <laughs> up a few questions. Yeah. So. This is, um, so, you know, we've all heard of, this is why we can't have nice things. Uh, the, the, the expression, of, this is why we can't have nice things. Why can't um, we have nice things? I don't, because, I don't understand. Because no, it's, of, a meme. it's a meme. It's, it's a meme. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. It's a meme. All right. Gautami, at some point in this podcast or throughout this podcast series, we're going to try to get you up to our meme culture standards. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but clearly we're failing at it right now. So, you know, um, Japan, right? When this pandemic hit, they did all these things, put barriers, closed down. Same thing with Kerala. Yeah, there was a lot of good work done. New Zealand, you know, people are, kids are going back to school. So all those parents are now just like free <laughs> and, and celebrating. Right? Um, the, the, uh, the concept of, uh, you know, the anti-lockdown protests, you know, hearing, you know, the Grand Cheeto uh, talking about our oh, masks are uh, politically uh, incorrect. You can't do this. It's not good. And Anthony Fauci is uh, is is not supposed to be uh, thought about as a scientific individual. He's just a conspiracy theorist. Or the fact that Bill Gates wants to plant a chip in your body so that he can track you wherever you go. Um, <laughs> this is part of a larger sort of thing, which is you know, let's uh, let's push our agenda again to this crowd base so that they will continue to vote for me the next time. Similar things are happening back in India too, where there's that, that catering towards a certain group of people where, you know, bad, uh, you know, a, a bad ideas travel fast in, uh, in, in places, right? So it, it's pretty easy. I mean, in 1944, we saw that happen uh, to Germany. So here we are in 2020, looking at Portland going, holy crap, there's like some serious fascist shit happening. Uh, and I'm hoping that, you know, India changes, but I don't see that because there's a lot of religious organizations that will come and beat you up uh, if, if you don't. So we're here, we're stuck. It's all doom and gloom. Um, so hopefully... We're all going to die. We're, well, that's, that's a given and it's a fact. Uh, but <laughs> I, I wish you would just be so negative all the time. No. That's, no, that's I, I, I definitely feel like you know, in all of this negative, yeah, that's definitely my personality. Right? But in all of this negativity, I feel us. I mean, I'm not saying that we have this um, monopoly on truth or anything, but I feel like having these type of conversations really, really helps because it expands yeah. the different viewpoints that everyone has. Even though we agree in a lot of things, there's a lot of ways that we can reach to different conclusions with our agreement. Yeah. I feel that's a very, very good, you, that's why, uh, you know, podcasts and long form conversations are growing in popularity now exactly. because people are tired of those two minute sound bites and those Arunab Goswami and then, you know, all of those hyper, hyper uh, polarizing figures just shouting and yelling 
just you know boost up your blood pressure after a heavy meal at 8 pm yeah. i i feel like long form conversations really really help expand the dialogue of what it means to especially you know especially of random of topics just just random yeah. things around you you know yeah that's the point of this uh, this whole podcast is to be extremely random which is eh, worked worked well for us so far all right we are very close Aliens, to the party next three. yes <laughs> oh i just remembered another point that i wanted to say with regard to the whole garment thing like before we end like i have yeah, to say that see the see the media also plays such a big deal so the kind of news that is put out or the kind of news that people see every day that also plays a major role in the kind of things that shape the garment or shape the future yeah like, I, i definitely feel that legacy yeah, media because, had a role, yeah, role to play in a lot because, of no, problems no no why no why, 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 so, like why i had to say this is because the, the media is again controlled by the government the government pays the media and they don't want like news that makes them look bad coming out and everything is such a propaganda now that you can't even believe what you read or what you see on the news every day and this again confuses people so then all of these things like again lead to you know people not worthy being elected yeah i guess that's that's yeah that's that's the double edged sword of privatization i feel i i love privatization i feel that leads to innovation but yeah yeah we, that's another podcast all yeah, yeah that's yeah, another all podcast right. yeah well thank you for listening to part 2 we will uh get to you guys in part 3 and hopefully it'll be slightly more positive than this one and it won't be all doom and gloom and we'll be talking about aliens uh all praise the anunnaki see you in part 3 All right folks, uh welcome back to part 3 of Rangers. Um hopefully you're still here and you're still listening. If you are, thank you very much. Um I wish we could send over gifts, but all we can send over is good vibes only. So, uh appreciate you sticking around. All right, Ramesh. The Ramesh uh, and Akshay hamper. I, <laughs> I wonder what that would be. That I would, really I don't wonder know. what that would be. What do you think? Be, all right, all right, all right, all right, got to me. This now you've opened up a can of worms here, right? Now I'm really <laughs> curious. All right, Ramesh. What do you think in Akshay and Ramesh or the brain juice hamper? What do you think that it would contain? Oh, a lot of heavy metal CDs. That's very, 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 very A dictionary. Oh, come yeah. on. No, nah, I don't. We don't use that many words. Probably like three of them. Yeah. Um, apparently hats because we both are wearing hats, surprisingly. Uh, this is great content for a podcast, right? A medium where you can do it in... visualize that both Ramesh and I are wearing hats um food definitely food oh yeah food definitely each each week would probably be dedicated to some particular cuisine that you guys fancy local candy local snacks and then cooked food tin like i don't know i'm just making shit up now oh yeah yeah i've been on a indian food cooking spree for the past week i've been making egg curry then uh, yeah. a lot of beef gravy and thanks for triggering yeah. all our vegetarian slash vegan listeners from this thank you very much yeah. and i made a vegetarian pasta alfredo i mean if that counts <laughs> it does not count uh, fact cheese uh, is not vegan so sorry it does not count yeah it doesn't satisfy uh, all our dietary uh, oh, oh fun sorry. fact oreos are actually vegan they What? are yeah oreos yeah, are they are oreos are vegan Yeah. So if you're vegan, uh, go on a spree of just eating a bunch of Oreos. Um so that's definitely going to help you with your weight loss. <laughs> wow. All right. So we've triggered pretty much everybody listening to this podcast now <laughs> and everything I've said before this is now moot. Um so we kind of want to wrap this up with this whole rise of anti-intellectualism/willful slash ignorance/whatever slash you guys want to call it. 
Um, by talking about aliens. Was, by talking about aliens, yeah. So, um, and I put out a theoretical scenario, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, depending on you know what further comes out, it may or may not be theoretical. If aliens were to look at us today, right? And we're going to say, you know, they, they look at us, they come to, the, come to Earth and they look at us and they, they're going like, oh, we're super happy to be on Earth. We're super happy to meet humans. And they say that we, we live. What do you think they would think? All right, go to me and then Akshay. And I want to answer last. I, I really am <laughs> curious about your both opinions. All right, got to be sorry. Wait, repeat the, the question one more time. If right. they come and they yeah. see us so, and they so, see the way we live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking I about think, nice, no, nice aliens. Given, no. given, given how technologically advanced they are, I think the reason they're staying away from us for so many years is because of how we live. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so they're already observing us from a uh, from Expand a on that. Expand on that, uh, the last part. Like, see, to, I mean, yeah. honestly, I feel that, again, this is me. I feel that intellectually, they've reached a way, reached a completely different level that we humans cannot even imagine. And I feel they see us fighting over silly things. They see us prioritizing things that don't really matter. And they see us going off a trajectory or a path that we're actually supposed to be going on as human beings or as a species who are a part of this universe. And I feel that they've already considered us the lost cause and they don't see any sense in actually giving us any time or even trying to even talk to us because they feel that nobody's even going to listen to what they have to say because in the end, we've made them look like crazy creatures who are coming to shoot and kill and take all our natural resources away and then just, you know, create havoc. So why would they want to waste their time spending and talking to us when they might be other species in the universe who are actually willing to listen to what they have to say. Interesting. Uh, so do I get to go now? Yeah, please, please. <laughs> I'm really curious. Um, you know, in all seriousness, I know I joke, um, but I, I, don't, I haven't seen enough proof to believe that there are extraterrestrial beings around us. We haven't done enough deep space exploration to say that there could be a planet outside of the Milky Way or within the Milky Way or in Andromeda that can, you know, that has evidence of supporting life. So in my opinion, until I see that evidence, until I'm able to see pure This meeting journals, is not even happening. Right. We are yeah. not even thinking about, about, you know, extraterrestrial beings. Now, whether, you know, um, the Pentagon comes and says, oh yeah, we have, you know, you notice how it's only the Pentagon and only happens in America. I mean, this seems like it's a Hollywood movie here. So in my opinion, I think it's a distraction from something else that's... Or- that's or, or what if there's some international treaty that we're not aware of and that they were decided that a long time ago that only one particular country would have complete access to all these datas. And at that point of time, it was one of those countries that was so technologically advanced or whatever. And only one country speaks for the rest of the world because you don't want, you know, anything is possible, dude. Anything yeah, possible. I have a hard time believing that because, uh, you know, there are countries that exist. See, this in, is what in, I told everybody and look what happened now they're saying aliens exist so well up. well well you know there are countries that really don't play with the, the one country that we're talking about yeah you know, uh, in the far east so i don't believe that theory i don't think it exists uh, it doesn't make sense like logically it doesn't make sense right so 
I, I think it's a question of seeing more proof, seeing more peer-reviewed journals, seeing the fact that it doesn't come out of America because clearly there's something happening in Portland, <laughs> something happening in Chicago, and there's definitely shit that's happening. Uh, you know, it's all to distract also from Mr. Uh, Cheeto's interview with Fox, where he's continuing to play on the, the the fact that you know he aced this test that most dementia patients pass. Um, and I think that you know it, it's a question of seeing more scientific proof, and if we can see that, if we can get to deep space exploration that way and we can find planets that support life, um, uh, cool. If not, I think we are the most primitive generation. We are the most primitive civilization and aliens, aliens are yet to be born or exist. Um, but we will never know uh, until the science can back it up. So that's, that's my opinion. That's my theory. Okay. All right, I'm going to give a long-winded answer because that's my stick now. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to uh, your point, Akshay, when, um, regarding this being a distraction, I have the same inclinations for sure because there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world right now that this leaking happens at this particular time rather than earlier or later to distract a lot of things. However, I'll disagree with you when it comes to alien sightings because a lot of these uh, sightings have occurred in South America as well and some parts of uh, the Middle East and in India as well. Uh, a lot of it has been interpreted as, uh, I would say, spiritually inclined in India, um, mm. which that's, I mean, I guess, given how a lot of Indian society has evolved based on a lot of religious practices. However, the fact that there isn't actual scientific evidence out there shows me two things. One, whether that whole aspect of the stage being the most dominant uh, aerospace program in the world, having all of uh, the intellectual property when it comes to uh, advanced uh, aeronautics, having a monopoly on how data is distributed and leaked, that can be one of the factors why it is so America-centric. And the other one would be, I, I have to say that because the States has such a vast um, history of the free press, I feel a lot of this does get exposed more in the States. And obviously because you have a lot more um, bandwidth and a lot more freedom of the press. I feel that's a lot that's a lot of the reasons why all of these sightings are more emphasized in the states because it has such a huge uh, media empire. That's, that's those are the reasons. Now when it comes to whether a hypothetical alien species has an omn, uh, omnipresent uh, um, space in our in our world what they would think I would definitely agree with Gautami with them saying that we are a very primitive species relying on natural resources, especially fossil fuels for our energy production and consumption. And that we base a lot of our economic um, value through war and um, allocation of resources to a certain hegemony. And I feel that they would think that we are less evolved than what it means to be an interplanetary species. Especially because if they were able to visit all of these uh, vast planets, they will definitely know everything on the quantum level. 
and they would think that we are still in a very primitive state to be interacting with. But that's just, that's how, you know, it, it's a hypothetical completely. But that is my understanding based on my preconceived notions and biases of what an alien species would be observing based on our culture. Yeah, I really hope we run into like alien species from like, you know, just like E.T. Uh, rather than the aliens from the actual movie Aliens, because then we would all freak the heck out. Um, I hope Thanos doesn't exist because, you know, if he does, it's a snap and then we're all done. Um, but, you know, tying the bow on this, I think you kind of encompass both our opinions here, both Kalti and myself uh, together well. Um, no, like, I, I mean, when, when you said this, sorry, I mean, I remembered something I read on the internet uh, some time ago. Again, it could be some made up crap, but it, it, it was quite interesting because, um, like, what if there are other species, like, in the universe and there's some sort of weird impending doom you know waiting for us but the reason they're not contacting us or the reason they're not even trying to get in touch with us is because of the after effects that might come because they contact us uh you know that's the whole premise of the movie called arrival um oh my god yeah, sorry, I'm just tying it all to all the alien movies I know. Uh, but yes. Oh, and, and oh no, but and then sorry, but then when Ravi spoke about the spiritual aspect of the sightings in India, it 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 I remember I I read an article on online where a person had randomly he just this person I I I really want to see if I can find it and send it to you guys, but this person was like, like what if like like Lord Ganesha, as you know, is the the elephant man you know he's he's got the head of an elephant and the body of a human being but what if this so-called elephant man he arrived on a flight and when it was about to crash and what if the elephant head that the people back then saw was basically his the, the you know the cylinder on his face and the oxygen mask that was connected like you know there's this long tube like thing that falls out and people just assumed that that was different. That, that is a possibility, but it goes I'm, back to whether the alien species in and of itself is a carbon-based life form, whether they require if, atmospheric. No, but what if, what if, what if, what if, what if we are actually aliens, and but the, the I mean, the human beings themselves are aliens. I mean, we are technically. Aliens. Yeah, we're aliens. But, aliens, yeah. But what if? What if? You're thinking of Prometheus, aren't parallel universe we've actually learned how time travel works and you know we've actually i don't know dude there's so many possibilities there's like even even now i don't know if you guys have read that that, that there's some 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 bunch of scientists found out some parallel universe portal or something oh yeah yeah time but, goes but, in reverse in antarctica or something right so once again the premise of the movie interstellar um <laughs> I am correlating everything to movies, but yes, no. It's, it's all theory. A lot of it yeah, is, is a lot of it is theoretical physics. Yeah, yeah, that's, theoretical that's, physics yeah. exists, and I think it's it would be really cool. So that means you know, at some parallel universe, there's a chance that you know you're a superhero, and if what you guys are saying and is this true, podcast I, is not even happening, and this podcast is not even happening. Whoa, Keanu Reeves. Whoa, um, <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool if if you know. If this was all like another movie reference, Truman Show, like there's a bunch of aliens viewing us. Oh, what if, or what if there's another parallel universe where we're actually sitting and talking about this, like on some like major TV, like on, on some major TV channel, like the CNN 
or you know some 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 something big like that. I don't know. Just just parallel or, universe stuff. Or this is all a simulation and none of this exists. I completely yes, disagree and- with the simulation concept. That's something okay. that I completely Why? disagree. With. I am not gonna get but- no 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 nope nope nope. We are not gonna get the simulation <laughs> here now. This hey, is going- the <laughs> This is yes. We got to We got to end this pretty quickly because if we get into simulation theory, um, I think we should officially call ourselves conspiracy juice or another uh, info, po- another podcast. Wars that conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just conspiracy podcast. craziness. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. So I mean, you know, we we're getting into Alex Jonesy territory. So I'm I'm gonna step away from that. Um, and you know, put the guns away, so to speak. All right, Ramiz, rapid fire round. Let's uh, yes, let's do this and uh, let's end it with. Uh, uh, with something positive and hopefully aliens to exist. All right, uh, Gautami, your favorite book this week? Uh, oh, Dark Psychology by Richard Campbell. Oh, uh, favorite podcast? I'm still or listening the... to you guys, so. Awesome, awesome, yes. People are listening, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, which public figure inspires you currently? Ooh. Mm, damn. Okay, I, I don't think anybody this week, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which which band are you listening to right now, or musician? So many people at the same time, but I think I'm. There's this um. There are these a lot of these independent artists that nobody's actually heard about. So I'm just discovering these indie music people. That's actually cool. Uh, do you do you have anybody in particular? Because if not, uh, it's totally fine. But what we like to do in the podcast is kind of promote those artists because I think there's a lot of good music out there, and we think that you know it's good to just promote it so that you know people can listen to it. If not, don't worry. We'll put it in the in the description of the podcast, and you can check it out. There are a lot of there are, the thing is I just randomly like put my Spotify list on shuffle. So whatever I like, I just put that onto my playlist. So I have like separate playlists. But yeah. I, I mean, okay, I, I guess I'll have to go through the playlist. I can't remember anybody like in particular right now, but I know the songs, so yeah. All right, last last question. Uh, your healthy food option this week. <laughs> My healthy food option this week, sadly. Uh, uh... The healthiest. <laughs> Brown rice? Does that does okay? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's good. <laughs> brown rice, brown rice, yes. That's good, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um I guess it's the end of the podcast. It what? is. I thought you both answering questions. Well I mean I have right, different answers anyway, so yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right. Yeah, yeah Akshay, Akshay keeps changing answers, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, Akshay, uh which book are you reading this week? The Epic of Gilgamesh, which is the story about the Anunnaki. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, okay, nice. Okay. Uh, what part? <laughs> All right, what, uh, what about the podcast? Which podcast are you listening to? Uh, Podcast-wise, you know, since uh, soccer is back, uh, football is back, I've been just listening to a bunch of football podcasts, just various amounts of football podcasts and try to consume as much. Oh, well. right, right, right. The FA Cup final is up, right? Uh, yes. It's Here we up. go again. Uh, yeah, sh- sh- don't put that juju on us. <laughs> it reminds me of Paradigma Night. <laughs> right, uh, 
<laughs> Alright, which is your favorite uh, musician that you're listening to right now? Uh, I've got a few, but you know, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Janelle Monet. Uh, she's fantastic. She's um, one of these artists that, that I really respect. Um, she has some really great music out there. Uh, so yeah, that's who I'm listening to. All right. Um, hey, his healthy Republicans. food. Oh yeah, your healthy food auction this week. Um, so it's uh, flatbread with some uh, tomato cho- tomato sauce, cheese, and some meats. I just put it up there, and then put it in the oven and just bake it. It's pretty healthy. So healthy. Yeah, it's called pizza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. It's it's thin oh, crust though, public, so it's probably public healthy. figure, public figure, public figure. All right, public, right, public figure. Uh, definitely God, someone yeah. who is uh, mal- much maligned in the anti-intellectual society, Anthony Fauci. Uh, someone who's dedicated his life to treating various amounts of pandemics and diseases and things like that. Uh, also, Jacinda Ardern from New Zealand, who's the New Zealand Prime Minister. She is mm. fantastic. Uh, she, yeah. To me, at least you know, as a public figure, she seems like the leader that you know, we all hope that we have someday. So, yeah. Alrighty. Um, let's just skip my. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that isn't happening. All right. Uh, Rapid fire. Favorite book. All right. I haven't read any books this week, but I've been following a lot of, um, uh, especially regarding the death of a very uh, funny and inspiring a political commentator, Michael Brooks. Rest in peace. I've listened to a lot of his uh, talks. He, I don't agree with him on a, quite a few political um, solutions, but uh, his uh, impressions of Obama, um, Dave Rubin, and all of these guys was a really, really bright spot in a lot of tough times that I had. So yeah, um, a lot of um, videos and talks by Michael Brooks. Yeah. What are you listening to right now? Music oh, a lot of Ram, a lot of Ramstein, a lot of Ramstein for some reason. I've been on a binge of Ramstein for a week, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I just love their music. I I don't understand German, uh, but yeah, that's an amazing band. That I've I mean, it's it's the, the lyrics are pretty simple. It's we all live in America. We all live in America. <laughs> um, I have no desire. I have no desire. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, right. those their music is just. It's it's timeless. They like the ACDC of industrial metal for sure. All right, so I'm going to throw a wrench in, in your in your questions here. Uh, yeah. One conspiracy theory that you believe in, but other people don't. That's a tough one because. Go with aliens. Go with aliens. I don't believe in anything that's not quantifiable and peer reviewed scientifically, but I would say. I don't know. I, I don't believe in conspiracy theories because I like going in depth into something without having an emotional attachment to it. But if you have to pick, gun to your head, if you have to pick. <sighs> the first thing that comes out the top of your head. Come on. I would say that unidentified flying objects. I See, that, I knew it would be aliens. I think <laughs> that is so fascinating because 
I mean, there's been so much mystery behind all of all of these sightings, and it might. I don't know. It's just very fascinating to me. Not the yeah, ancient I mean, alien thing. I, I have to put a disclaimer out. The History Channel's uh, TV series, Ancient Aliens, it's, it's, it's fun mythology, but I think it's total garbage. They're rational. And I would never, ever approach uh, intelligent life with that type of thinking. That's but why they're I staying like, away from us, yeah. dude. <laughs> because yeah, of all it, our, because of all anti-intellectualism. Um, yeah, yeah. Damn, I should get up. But yeah, regarding yeah, regarding you know anti-vaccinations and then chemtrails and then all of those conspiracy theories, I think those are all you know fear-mongering tactics to further the libertarian agenda. I think that's yeah. I don't really believe in conspiracy theories. That itself could be a conspiracy, but hey, you know who knows. Um, <laughs> All right, let's put it. Let's put a bow on this. Let's end this. Uh, got to me. Oh, and, and then the last one, the public figures that inspires me currently. I'm going to get a yes. lot of hate for this, but I would have to say Jordan Henderson. The only reason I don't know if he does, he doesn't deserve, in my opinion, the PFA flavor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, yeah. before you go further, you might want to say who Jordan Henderson is. Uh, 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 Jordan Henderson is the Liverpool captain. Um, he isn't somebody who I would say is very naturally gifted in um, football. But I would say that in terms of being a captain and seeing him over the years, the way he's matured, we would have not had this points tally tally, or even come close to winning the league without his leadership. Because regardless of how much talent we have, we have seen our performance levels drop dramatically without him on the pitch. And... Yeah, he might not be the most uh, skillful player, but I feel he's the the best definition of what hard work and perseverance can lead to. Even if you aren't as talented as people, you know, even as average as, uh, I would say, James Milner or something, yeah. All right, so clearly this has turned into a Liverpool podcast with an Arsenal fan and somebody who doesn't watch football or uh, follow it religiously. So here we are at the end. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening, you've uh, come away with uh, some idea of what uh, plagues us today in the world. And hopefully you believe in aliens. And if not, uh, and if you're like me and you still want to see more evidence, uh, feel free to comment below or, you know, email us. Or do we have an email? I think we do, but we'll not give it out there because it's, you know, phishing. Um, you can tweet us at the brain juice and uh, you can comment on our Instagram post and talk to us at the brain juice. Um, all right, folks, this was great. Got to me before we go. I uh, just wanted to say thank you again for coming on and doing this with us. Uh, we definitely enjoy a conversation with you and uh, we'd be happy to have you on at some other point. No, that's what I was just telling you guys, you know, the moment I hear podcasts, they get all excited because, yeah, I'm going to get to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be, yeah, yeah, hopefully there's a, uh, there's many more where this came from. So uh, hopefully the next time we talk, there's more evidence of aliens or Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or, you know, the, the, <laughs> well, the rate at which or... this is going, I'm sure by the time we have our next podcast, something new is going to be, True. you know, out of the True. box or whatever. True. All right, folks. Thank you very much and uh, hope you uh, all listen to us in the next one. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have questions, 
comments, clarifications, strong opinions, or maybe even snide internet comments, feel free to reach out to us at The Brain Juice on Instagram and Twitter. As always, this has been your weekly dose of Brain Juice.